I'm Andrea. And I'm Brandy. And we're Sarcastic in Suburbia. Discussing life's everyday annoyances with laughter and sarcasm. Quick disclaimer that the very beginning of this episode, we recorded via phone. And so you'll notice the sound quality is not nearly as crisp as it normally is, but there was something big that happened in Kansas City this week and we just couldn't let the moment pass us by. So enjoy the episode and hopefully a lot of you are at a really awesome parade today. Welcome back. Welcome back. We had to start the show that way. Sorry. We would not. No, we're yeah, not, not sorry. sorry. <laughs> not sorry at all. We have to show our true colors all the time. Gosh, it still just gives me chills. Brandy, we're Super Bowl champions. It's It still feels unreal. Like It just feels crazy. How many videos and photos and stories do you think you have read in the last couple of days? Nonstop. I mean, every single thing on Instagram, everything I look at, friends are sharing pictures and videos and posts back and forth. Uh, we just last night started um, this series, The Franchise, on YouTube, which is all about the Chiefs. And they started it um, at um, preseason, at camp, all of this stuff. And it's like we're reliving the entire season over again. And I cannot wait till the end of it and reliving the Super Bowl again. I'm just, it just does not feel real to me. I cannot believe that happened. I keep going through pictures and videos that we took on Sunday night and just reliving the moments back again. And my heart is so, so happy. I feel like we've waited our whole lives. Oh, wait, we have. <laughs> We really have. And obviously, this is Wednesday morning. So right now, the parade is, you know, getting ready to start downtown, which is so crazy. I've already seen photos of it completely roped off. And I mean, they're guessing a million and a half people. That is crazy. That's crazy. It is just wild. And my husband and my son will be two of those people for sure. And my husband and my oldest son are supposedly <laughs> going to be two of those people. So happy for our city. I mean, I have to ask you, Brandy, because I feel like both of us had completely different feelings throughout the game. And I just have to know, like, did you ever feel like this was going to end in heartbreak? Or were you confident the whole time? I was just kind of neutral, which sounds really bad. But I felt like we were here. I felt like the biggest win was getting to the Super Bowl, like getting over the hump of the postseason 
kind of curse that we've been under. And so getting to the Super Bowl, I felt was like the biggest accomplishment. I mean, other than winning it. But so I was just happy to be there and watch it. And I kind of felt like, well, if we don't win, they'll be hungry to go back next year. And if we do win, we win. And that's awesome and exciting. So I was just kind of enjoying it. Well, I love that. I love that you're able to enjoy it. I wish I would have been able to do the same. Here's the thing. To be honest, the first half, was I nervous? Yes. But what kept getting me through was knowing there was two quarters of football left no matter what happened. So if we were up or if we were down, we still have a whole nother half. And we know that Patrick Mahomes and these Chiefs do not need much time. We knew that. But I have to tell you. Fourth quarter, second pick, and I'm thinking, this is it. This is it. We waited so long, and we are going to be the ones crying from complete heartbreak again. And I was praying to every star because I wanted it so bad. Well, you got it. I know. I know. I cannot believe it. What is the one thing that you feel like you will remember? Like one of the best memories of watching the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? You know, the whole thing was fantastic. I think one of the things that keeps sticking in my mind is actually after the game, and I don't know if it was later that night or the next day, someone had taken a picture of a piece of confetti that had fallen and they had printed tweets that people had tweeted and put on put it on the confetti and one of them was from Patrick Mahomes circa 2013 and it just said I wonder what it's like to be one of those quarterbacks that gets to say I'm going to Disney World and for some reason that's what sticks out to me the most did you hear the one player from the Chiefs? And my gosh, I can't, I'm losing names already. Who worked making pizzas in that stadium and now he's a Super Bowl champion in that stadium? No, I had not heard that story. That's oh wild. my gosh. There is a video of him saying, I used to work at this exact stadium making pizzas and now I am a champion in this stadium. Like that sends chills up my spine. Because truly, when people say dream big, it could happen. It, it really could happen. Did you hear the percentage of uh, TVs in Kansas City that were tuned to the Super Bowl? I didn't. 97%. Holy smokes. Well, and what's crazy is, think about the people who went to other people's houses for parties. So that's the three. that's the 3%. The oh people gosh, who weren't at their houses. Oh my gosh, that is so wild. I can't imagine what it was like being in the stadium, but I have to tell you, like I needed to not be there because all I could do truly was at first, first half, I could cheer. Everything was exciting. Second half, biting my nails, almost being physically sick, crying. I mean, I felt like my emotions, it was an emotional roller coaster that I could not get off. And now I want to just keep reliving over and over and over again. This sounds like the old, like I sound like an old person, but I want a DVD copy of it. I said the exact same thing. During 
the commercial breaks, Brandy, I was like practically breathing into a brown paper sack because I was so nervous. I did not see a single commercial at all because I was so nervous. So I have to ask, did you watch him and what'd you think? I did watch the commercials and there were some good ones. I was, I was excited because I feel like in the past couple of years, there just hasn't been any like really good ones. Like once in a while, there'll be like one that's impactful or funny. And there were several that were really funny. Um, there, the Jason Momoa one was funny where he rips off his muscles and his hair. Yeah, um, I did see that one. I, I saw the end of that one and I saw the um, half of the John Krasinski one with the Boston accent. <laughs> the smart pack. Yes. That one, is, that one is good. I like that one a lot. Uh, mainly because it has John Krasinski in it. But um, And then the Groundhog Day Jeep commercial. Oh, I didn't really see funny. it. Yeah, that okay, one's I'm really gonna... funny. It just feels truly like the beginning of something. A dynasty. So yes, it really, and it's so scary to say that because I know I don't want this to be a one and done type of deal. Obviously I just, oh my gosh, I just truly feel in my heart that Kansas city has more Super Bowls in their future. And I have, I feel like all of the years of waiting and being heartbroken and spending the money and tailgating and buying the gear all of that is going to just keep paying off over the next few years. Absolutely. Yeah. You kind of almost have to say, you can't say it's a dynasty until it's a dynasty. Exactly. But for now, for today, for the first time in 50 years, we are the Super Bowl champions. It's just an exciting time. It really is. Well, we'll be sharing obviously, um, you know, more memories and things for now. Well, hold on. Uh, You will be sharing memories and videos and pictures and all kinds of stuff. I didn't take any video. I didn't take any pictures. Nothing. Brandy, (laughs) I have got to share the one of my dad. It is so funny. I saw it and I laughed my butt off. I have in the background crawling up the car. (laughs) It was mainly because it's like you're focused on your sister in the foreground. But then exactly. you just like your dad's like scuttling up the car. <laughs> Even thinking about it makes me laugh so hard because as I was recording, I didn't even see him. And as I rewatched the video, that's all I see. <laughs> yes. It is like, how did we miss it? We have, and again, my dad is in good health and all of that stuff, but he's 60 years old and he's climbing on the hood of my sister's car standing and making a speech as if he was just crowned the MVP of the Super Bowl. (laughs) I love it. It is so, oh my gosh, I will share it. It is so funny, but yes, I will be sharing more memories and I'm glad that our listeners are giving us a few minutes to just be on cloud nine about it. That's right. Go Chiefs. Super Bowl champions. So exciting. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's game time. Okay. This week's game is trivia questions, general knowledge. So these are things that we probably should know, but might not. I feel like this is where it's going to get embarrassing for me. Me too. (laughs) Okay, good. Because I'm not very good at this stuff. So we'll do five questions each. Let's do it. 
Okay, here's your first one. In which country is Machu Picchu located? A, Peru, B, Spain, C, Brazil. A, Peru, final answer. And you are, you're correct. It is A, Peru. Woohoo! Okay, here's mine. What is the name of a group of porcupines? A, a prickle, B, a gang, or C, a troop? I'm going to say, I'm just going to say A, a prickle, because that sounds funny. I feel like it's B, but okay. Not that I'm trying to steal it, but I'm just saying. I think you can steal. Oh, are we doing stealing? Yeah. Okay, B. But you can't steal because it was A, a prickle. A prickle. What a good name. That is a good one. I just feel like a gang sounds like something it wouldn't be. And so I always overthink these things. Good for you. One, one. Yep. Here's your next question. Which of the following is the lowest prime number? A, 11. B, 12. C, 7. 7. Final answer. That would be my answer as well. So you'll probably get it right. It is C, 7. And just FYI, 12 is not a prime number. <laughs> Thank you so much yeah, to you're my welcome. fourth grade math teacher. Thank you. Okay, my next question. Which fictional planet is the character Superman from? A, Mercury, B, Krypton, C, Kryptonia. I'm going to go C, Kryptonia. Ooh, I would not know this. Okay, so Sam again. Mercury, Krypton, Kryptonia. I'm just going to go opposite the new and say B. Well, you get the point because it is Krypton and not <gasps> Kryptonia. Because I was like, I, that didn't sound right to me. Woohoo! Darn it. Okay, well, it's back to you. You've stolen my point. Okay. And your question is, what does the A stand for in NATO? A, Atlantic. B, American. C, Authority. Mm, I'm going to go C, Authority. And that was, would be my guess as well. Although, I should just go A. Uh, yeah, you should do something I'll go opposite. A. Okay. It is A. <gasps> you fool! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I stole my point back. All right. My next question. <laughs> it says you uh, NATO stands for Northern Atlantic Treaty Organization. Ah, dang it. All right. Okay, my question. Who preceded Kim Jong-un as Supreme Leader of North Korea? Is it A... Kim Jong-il, B, I'm sorry if I just, I'm going to butcher these names. That's the easiest one out of all of these. B, Huang, (laughs) Huangso, and C, Kim Il-sung. Kim Kim Il-sung, I don't know. I'm going to say A. That's better than I would have done. But I just like the way you said Huang. Because there's an H. It's H-W-A-N-G. Huang. That's how I would say it. Hang out with your Huang out. I'm going to say A. I'm going to say C. Okay. We'll see if it's Huang or not. I was, I was right. It was A, Kim Jong-il. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. 
get that point that was so funny i just needed that laugh like i just couldn't i feel like a 12 year old boy like that's not that funny but i'm just like that's funny oh boy your question is what is the capital city of nigeria is it a niami not it's n-i-a-m-e-y b Abuja and C it looks like rabbit R-A-B-A-T A okay final answer I'm gonna go with C ribbit ribbit (laughs) ribbit wing (laughs) oh we were both wrong it was was B. B oh shoot oh boy okay well no points. No points for anyone. No points for me saying this all these crazy words either. I'm so glad you're reading them. <sighs> My question is, who is the only U.S. president to serve more than two terms? A, Abraham Lincoln. B, George Washington. C, Franklin D. Roosevelt. I should know this. I feel like I know this. I think it was George Washington. That makes the most sense to me because I feel like maybe they didn't have all of those. The rules yet. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go B. I'm trying to decide if I want to keep my answer. I'm just going to keep my answer. We'll see. Yeah, that's what I thought. We were both wrong. It's Frank and D. Roosevelt. I think there was something weird. Like, he served two terms and then... Somebody else served, and then he served another one. I don't know. Served for four terms. He was president from March 4th, 1933 until April 12th, 1945. That's a long time. Well, we both got that one wrong. And this is your last question. Okay, I'm getting this one right. Okay. Manifesting it. What blood type is known as being universal in that it can be transfused to almost any patient? Is it A, A, B negative? No. B, a, B positive, no. or C, O negative? O negative, final answer. That was my guess as well. So it's probably correct. It has to be. Because we agree. It is O negative. Yes. And I only, you know what? I don't know my blood type. I should know this, and I've asked a hundred times, and they keep telling me, and I don't know what it is. I only know that because since it is universal, people who have O blood type they ask them constantly to give yeah. blood and that was my mom's I'm pretty sure because she was a frequent blood donor yeah they used to call my dad all the time they call my husband O negative all the time I'm O positive interesting and it's interesting too they have this um like diet you're supposed to eat certain things for your blood type and it totally makes sense because what they tell me to eat and what to stay away from is what I should stay away from. It's very interesting. If I call, side side note, if I call my doctor, can they tell me what my blood type is over the phone? I would think so. I mean, it's in my chart, right? Like I would yeah. just prove that I am who I am. I would think so. I am who I am. I don't know how I know what mine is. I feel like it's. They used to give you a card yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um. I, I've, I asked my mom when obviously multiple times when I was younger what I was and she told me and I've forgot i want to say i want to say i'm a positive or something i don't know yeah i need to find out because i want to look up my diet for what i should be eating i hope it's chicken nuggets (laughs) 
Mine was like, um, um, like lean meat, like lean protein and vegetables. Stay away from um, gluten, dairy, and beans. So, yeah. So do you stay away from those things? Oh, you know what? Sure. Okay, I have to bring, (laughs) again, side subject. Remember when you and David watched that documentary about um, eating, like being vegans? Uh-huh. Did you guys ever implement any of the vegan dinners or yeah. daily things? Yeah, we you did. did. Yeah. Do you still do it? Yeah, we have um, some that are in our rotation. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you feel like you feel better on the days that you eat like that? No, because they're all bean heavy and I'm not, supposedly, <laughs> I'm not supposed to eat beans. <laughs> so, so what, no matter where you, like, no matter how you swing the bat, you're you're getting a strike. Yeah. Here. So I might just well just say screw it and eat whatever I want. So no, I'm kidding. No. So we might as well just like you know go down to Nub's Pub and yep have at it. I can have wings. That's lean protein. Yeah. That's and true. Potatoes. That's a vegetable. I can have French fries. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I like your diet. Okay. So my last question. I have your one last more. question. Okay. Here we go. Which element are diamonds made up uh, almost entirely of? Uh, A, carbon, B, zinc, or C, hydrogen? I am going to say A, carbon. I'm going to say B, zinc. I'm guessing it's not hydrogen because that's a gas. And you need this to tie it up. I do. I was right. It's carbon. (gasps) So now... We have a tiebreaker. It is four to four. It has come down to this moment. Okay, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Whoever wins rock, paper, scissors gets to answer the question first. And then the second person gets to steal. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Okay. So, and we're saying shoot, and that's when we're doing our thing. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, you win. I got paper. She got rock. Okay. (sighs) So I will read the question, and I get to answer it first. We'll see. Sudden death lightning round <laughs> how many hearts does an octopus have a one b three c four i'm gonna say four c four i am going to say that this is a trick question and it is a one final answer We both lose. We have to do that. No, <laughs> we're. So, I almost went with B. Yeah. Dang it! They have three hearts. Yeah. God, that's weird. That is weird. Okay, so if they have a heart attack, truly, can they still live on the other two hearts? I don't know. Probably I'm, not. Part of their body would probably die. I'm gonna have to do some research. But oct- like even looking up an octopus, like a picture of one, like how slimy and gooey they are, that yeah. grosses me out. Okay, so since mm. I went first on that one, you get this next one first. <sighs> okay, here we go, guys. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What is otology? Otology. O t o l o g y. A. The study of the ear. B. The study of the eyes. C. The study of coins. O t o. O-T-O-L-O-G-Y. Oh my gosh. It's not the study of the eyes. I am going to go with A, the study of ears. 
Okay, that's what I was going to go with as well. So, but I'll say eyes, study of eyes just to be different. But I'm pretty sure it's A. It's the study of the ear. Congratulations. Yes! You're yes! the winner. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner at Nub's Pub. <laughs> that was a close one. That was close. That I, was really close. I'm not even close. mad about that because I didn't get blown out. So. That was a close one. There were a couple where we were both wrong. Let's not talk about those. <laughs> but that was fun. Good job. Good job. Good game. All right. So. I heard a story. You have the, you like hear the, okay. So my sister Kim was telling me something and I was like, you're so right. She said, Brandy has the, has the strangest encounters (laughs) I've ever heard from anyone. She's like, I listen in and I'm thinking, gosh, why does this weird stuff keep happening? We're at the grocery store and at the gym. Like, it's so weird. And you hear the craziest stories. And I'm like, where did you even get this stuff from? I know. And I think. When I tell these stories, I'm like, I don't know if this is very interesting to anyone else. And I kind of wish more interesting stuff would happen. So I'm glad that somebody appreciates the, you know, few weird things that do happen to me. No, we definitely appreciate it. And I feel like the story of you, I just think it's an unsung hero story (laughs) of you puking outside of your van and then eating a donut on the way home is probably one of the funniest things. Like when I re-listen to that story... It made me laugh so hard. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> for it, All in the name of donuts. I, exactly. And I knew I wasn't like actually sick. For sure. But it was just in the way you're so nonchalant. I think that's what makes it funny. It's my life. It is your life. So what do, what do you have for us today? Okay. So I was listening to uh, one of my favorite radio personalities and they were talking about this story that happened in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I'll just start off by saying... The kids were fine. Okay. Okay. It's a pretty crazy story. Okay. They were fine. Uh, Two children, ages 12 and 13, were shot after throwing snowballs at a passing car. The pair was hurling snowballs at passing cars with a group of children on Saturday evening. Uh, One of the snowballs struck a white Toyota. They didn't know what kind of Toyota, so they don't know who this person is. And the driver got out of the car and shot at the children. Um, police found the 12-year-old girl and 13-year-old boy minutes apart. Both of their injuries were non-life-threatening. So they're fine. Um, but it made me think, Is has there ever been a situation or would there ever be a situation not where you shoot a kid? Because that's a yeah. little extreme. No. But that where you would discipline someone else's children. I think the answer is yes. Every person and every parent is pushed enough where there's like some things that are non-negotiable you know what I mean like I remember when I was younger it's like if someone said something to hurt my feelings like suck it up don't talk to that person like my parents would never get involved yeah if someone's threatening me or making me feel inferior like I wasn't safe like my parents were on it like they're not gonna let that stand and that's how I kind of feel about my own kids my daughter will come home and say somebody said something mean or my son will say that somebody said something mean on the basketball court, actually, which just happened like a week ago. And I'm like, I didn't hear it, but I'm on the sidelines. I don't know. I'm not going to go after a kid or shoot them or even threaten them by any means. But I think there are specific situations where I would not hesitate to say something. 
And I think those situations are probably going to come up here in the near future because now I have a high schooler. So I think sometimes they just say things without realizing a parent's in the car or a parent is near. And if it makes me uncomfortable, I'm just going to say something about it. It's it's one of those dicey situations. The dicey, you just don't quite know. I mean, it depends on the situation. If the parent's around, oh, that one I think is, I don't know. Because I've been around people who just don't discipline their kids at all. Let them do, just like, it, it's like they ignore them completely. And you're like, okay, my kid, your kid just talked back to me and I'm not okay with that. And I think also it depends on who it is. If I'm related to them, if I'm really close to them, like I'm probably going to say something, but flip-flop that, I find it annoying when someone gets onto my kid and I'm there. I don't, does that make sense? Like It's a and fine I, line. And it depends on who it is also. Like yes. if you don't discipline your kid, but then you're going to turn around and discipline my kid in front of me, I'm not okay with that. Like, stay in your lane. For sure. If it's one of my friends and their kid talks back to me and I say something and vice versa, like, I'm okay with it. Right. I think it's it's a really fine line, but I think the number one thing is that you pretty much know your audience. So if you're somewhere out in public and you've never seen this person before and they're trying to discipline your children... That's different than someone you know and you trust and you know that they know your kids don't normally act like that. That's why they're saying something. I've been in situations when my kids were young where there was a kid who was mean on the playground and refused to share, pushed, shoved, skipped the line. I don't discipline other people's kids and I don't yell at them, but I step in. So I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on. You're you back of the line. It was your turn just now. Next person goes, and it won't even be for my own kid. Yeah. I'll have to step in because if I want my kid to get a turn, I'm going to have to say something so that the three kids in front of mine can go get their turn, and then eventually it can be my kid's turn. That's happened to me multiple times. And if you look around when there are kids, when there are a playground, if you look around and you look at the benches, you're pretty much going to find a lot of adults scrolling on their phones. Yeah. And I am not shaming parents because I too have sat on those benches scrolling on my phone because it's been a rough day and I just need five minutes to myself. However, if your kid is being rude on the playground and you're not watching, you're leaving it up to everybody else to be able to say something. So it's never backfired on me, but I have definitely stepped in in those instances and it didn't make me feel uncomfortable because I did not yell. I didn't call anybody names. I didn't put my hands on anybody. I would never touch someone's children unless they were touching mine. Yeah. Like if you're on top of my kid beating my kid, I'm going to pick you up off of my child. Yeah. But in those times, I would never think to lay my hands on them, to yell, to call them names. I hear adults talk to kids like they're nothing. And it makes me sick. Yeah. I don't know how you treat your own child like that, but someone else's and call them names. I have seen adults at sporting events talking to kids on a basketball court and cussing at them Mm -hmm. someone else's kids someone else's children what is the matter with you like that to me is a no yeah so yes i would step in would i ever think in a million years i even wish i had a gun so i could shoot these children 
Never. That is psychotic. Yeah. Yes. Kids. Kids. Throwing snow. That, oh my god. At gosh. your Toyota. How much could that thing possibly be worth? And I get that kids are sometimes just buttholes. I get that. I understand they shouldn't have been doing that. They could have caused an accident because you freak out, you slam on the brakes. Someone could have, all of those things could have happened. If you want to get out of your car, which I would not recommend doing, but if you wanted to, that's a chance to educate and to talk to them versus get out a gun and make them feel inferior for their lives. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Get out and yell at them at least. You know, like. For sure. Hey, roll down your window. Yeah. Stop throwing snowballs. Someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. Fine. You do not unleash a weapon on children. Yeah. Throwing snowballs. You're, oh, that's, that is crazy. And imagine getting that call saying your children were shot out for doing that. Oh my gosh. No. That would send me spiraling. I feel like I get onto kids a lot, but I think it's because the teacher in me just automatically, and not like getting onto them, but like, Let's not do that. Let, you know, like just the teacher, the teacher phrases. For sure. The teacher talk. Yeah. There is definitely t- like, hey, let's keep our hands to ourselves. I feel like, especially when I'm on a playground, I can tell who are teachers. Because the way that they phrase things are so much nicer than the way that they come in my brain. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, okay. Did, was it your turn? Did you already have a turn? Okay. Yep. Like, and me, I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Back to the line. Back to the line. <laughs> and I'm kind of in between. Okay. Like, Kind of in between those. And it's funny because for the most part, I want my kids to be able to work it out for themselves because Mm -hmm. I don't want, I'm not going to be there every second of every day to be able to say, hey, that's not fair. And I think we teach our kids, life's not fair. It's not always going to be, not everyone is the same as you. Some people do. Some people do. Some people do. I do. So I don't, I don't want to step in unless I have to. And usually my daughter wouldn't tell on anyone because she's just not like that. She'll just kind of take it and hope that kid goes away. Mm-hmm. And so I try to show her, and she's older now, so I don't have to do this, but when she was younger, I tried to show her that it's okay to be patient, but it's not okay to let people step on you. Um, you know, it's funny. I just thought of this story. So there's a kid that keeps picking on my son, and it seems not, it kind of died down after Christmas break, but broke the zipper on his chief's coat. Um, he ended up, he had like bruises on his arm from this kid. The kid was spitting at him. Like pretty, to me, it should have been taken care of. For sure. Um, and my son was like, well, I'm telling the teacher and blah, blah, blah. You know, doing all the steps that he should have been doing. And so he, he kept coming home and telling us this stuff. And my husband just finally said, punch the kid. Punch him in the face. If he's going to touch you, no, don't He's put up obviously with that. already hitting you because you have yeah. bruises on your arm. Uh-huh. Which I think that's ridiculous. That should not have no. gone down. <laughs> and then my son comes home. He's like, yeah, I had to go to the principal. And I'm like, what? Why did you have to go to the principal? And he was like, well, I ha- they talked to me about like some things I can do so that when someone's picking on me, um, you know, I have some, you know, tools I could use Mm -hmm. and so I emailed the teacher because I'm thinking why why did I not get told my kid got sent to the principal for any reason for sure good or bad good yeah absolutely and she was like well he told us that his dad told him to punch the kid in the (laughs) face (laughs) and your your husband's probably like dang it don't tell him I told you that (laughs) no No, he was all like 
Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. yeah. And so uh, it's kind of resolved itself, I think. But my husband was like, we talked to him. We heard at least his side of the situation. He had physical marks on him. And so it was like um, nothing was being communicated from school. And so we're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not going to be the one to tell him to punch the kid in the face. My husband is. <laughs> But go through the right steps, obviously. Talk to the teacher, move away, tell the kid you don't like it. All of those steps. Mm -hmm. Don't sit there and be a punching bag. Uh, No, absolutely not. And it's it's interesting because it makes you wonder, the child who left the marks on his arm, like, was he not pulled in to the office for the things that he did? Because this should have been your call, in my opinion. Your call should have been the second call. The first call should have been to the parent's of the boy who was doing these things to begin with. And yours should have been second. Yeah. So. And I don't think that they would have told me that. They probably that wouldn't. I don't think they, the I don't think they can. And that's what I was saying about like just knowing your audience. If it were you, if it was your son picking on my daughter, I could just tell you like, hey, when yeah. they're in school, she's telling me this is happening. Can you just talk to them? And yeah. it would be fine. Mm-hmm. Other people would be like, I heard it was the other way around. And I haven't said anything to you. And it's like, wait a second. I didn't come at you crazy. Don't mm-hmm. come at me. And I understand you guys were all like parents were mama bears, papa bears. Like that's what we do. We protect our kids. I understand that. You also have to be open minded. When my kid comes home and tells me something that happened, I ask questions. Uh-huh. Yes. How did this happen? Was it just you? What did you do? Exactly. Was it just you? Did you say something first before they did that? Were you not being kind? Were you not including them? Did you tell them there was only four people who could play and they were the fifth person? I ask all of these questions. Yeah. I think the problem is a lot of people don't do that. So like they pushed you down? Go beat him up. Wait a second. Maybe they pushed him down yeah. because he kicked him three times first. You don't know because you didn't ask any questions. Yeah. So let's chill. Let's breathe. Figure out what's going on. Um, and let's keep our guns in our cars if we're going to be <laughs> no, no kidding. concealing and carrying and not shooting kids. Yes. That's insane. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I, I've been mad at children for the things that they've done, but I've never been that mad before. Agreed. We just got to chill out. and Luckily, we've not had too many incidents with things like this at school. Again, I want my kid to be able to figure it out on their own to an extent. Yeah. If they've come home, if I've given them advice, if they've taken it, if they've done everything in their power to cure it and it has not, it has just not let up, I don't know what else to tell you. Well, and as adults, if we don't get along with someone, it's easier for us to get away from that person, to move. But for to sure. be in a classroom... With someone you don't get along with, mm-hmm. it I mean, that's hard. It is. It's really hard. And even adults don't handle it right half the time. Yeah. I mean, you can you cannot like someone and just let it be. But mm-hmm. no, we don't like someone and then we tell 50 people why mm-hmm. we don't like them. And then now all those 50 people don't like that person. I don't need anybody to not like someone on my behalf. I'm good. I'm fine. I mean, there are people my sisters are friends with that I'm not. That's fine. Yeah. I don't like that person. They don't even know I don't like them. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect my life. And so I think that's what I'm trying to teach my kids. You cannot like someone on your own. You don't need a gang of people to be on your side. There are no sides. Yeah. You choose you every day. Stay in your lane. Worry about yourself. Yep. That wraps up another episode of Sarcastic in Suburbia. We love hearing about how much you all are enjoying each episode. Because of that, we highly encourage you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 
The more reviews, the more likely other sarcastic listeners like yourselves will be able to find us. Are you following us online yet? You can find us on Instagram at Sarcastic in Suburbia Pod and on Facebook at Sarcastic in Suburbia Podcast. Use the hashtag share the sarcasm when posting about the podcast so other listeners can find your posts. Is there a specific topic you want us to cover? We want to hear from you. Contact us on our social media pages or feel free to send us an email at sarcasticinsuburbia at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and continuing to hashtag share the sarcasm with friends. Remember that on Wednesdays we wear pink and listen to Sarcastic in Suburbia. Bye. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.